Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Spring is calling and Target's ready with deals for your outdoor space. Grab miracle Grow Potting Mix on sale at two for $8. Plus get 20% off planters and more. Find spring's best outdoor buys at Target, where low prices and great deals make it easy to save. Restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox Wake Call for July 24th, 2019. Tuesday marked the 10th anniversary of Mark Burley's perfect game, and Miami's Caleb Smith almost took the meaning a little too far. He took a run of perfection into the sixth inning, retiring the first 17 batters he faced and driving the Marlins to a 5-1 victory over the White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field. Smith is the Marlins' best starter, and he certainly looked the part over his seven strong innings. He crossed the halfway point by striking out the side looking in the fifth, then opened the sixth with two more strikeouts swinging. But then he finally faltered a little against the bottom of the White Sox order. He allowed the first base runner in the form of a walk to the number 9 hitter Adam Engel, then issued another walk to Leary Garcia. Up came John Jay, who spoiled the no-hitter and shut out with a single through the right side, which finally gave White Sox fans something to cheer for. Fortunately for Smith, he had a 5-0 cushion at the time, and that was the only damage he and two Marlins relievers allowed. A.J. Reed accounted for the only other Sox hit with a single in the 7th. On the other side, Dylan Covey basically matched him pitch for pitch through three, then hit a wall in the fourth, showing once again he has a hell of a time getting through an order twice in a row. He gave up two doubles and a two-run homer to turn a scoreless game into a 4-0 deficit after four, and Harold Ramirez took him deep in the fifth to make it 5-0. Covey did go six to save Rick Renteria's bullpen some wear and tear, and even a better start might have been wasted with the way Smith pitched, but it's still not an encouraging showing against an offense as bad as Miami's. The two teams will meet in the interleague rubber match tonight in Chicago. It's Reynaldo Lopez against Zach Gallen. Lopez is gunning for a 3-4-3 start to his second half, while Gallen is hunting for his first major league win in his sixth start. He's shown flashes of potential with a 3.63 ERA and 26 strikeouts over his first 22 and one-thirds innings in the big leagues. However, he's also walked 14 batters over that time and usually ends up with a pitch count approaching 100 through 5. If you're wondering how the Marlins got him, it was from St. Louis and the Marcelo Azuna deal. The first pitch is at 7.10 p.m. Central on WGN. 
Down on the farm, Charlotte lost to Buffalo 8-1, but the one was a 465-foot homer from Danny Mendick. Luis Robert had the night off, but Zach Collins went one for fourth double, and lefty Hunter Shriver struck out the side in his AAA debut. Birmingham edged Chattanooga 1-0, Nick Madrigal, Gavin Sheets, and Blake Rutherford all went 2-4. for four. Madrigal struck out, but he made up for it with a stolen base and the only run. Conversely, the Winston-Salem Dash were shut out by Salem 7-0, Connor Pilkington gave up four runs on eight hits over six and two-thirds innings, and Steel Walker went 0-4 with a strikeout. Lexington lost to Kannapolis 5-4 despite a huge game from Corey Zangari, who homered twice along with a walk. Andrew Vaughn went 1-for-3, also with a walk. Great Falls was shut out by Billings 1-0, Anderson Kamas was the only Voyager to reach base twice. The AZL White Sox beat the AZL Indians Red Squad 6-3, DJ Gladney continued his power surge with a homer and a double, and Logan Glass, Victor Torres, and James Beard joined him with two hits apiece. And the DSL White Sox lost to Cincinnati's affiliate 6-5, 2.5 million dollar man Yolbert Sanchez went 2-for-4 with a homer and a double. Around the league, Trey Turner hit for the cycle for the second time in his career in Washington's 11-1 win over Colorado. Turner led off the game with a homer, singled in the second, tripled in the fifth, then completed the cycle with a stand-up double in the eighth. Going through other scores, the Yankees and Twins might have played the game of the year, with New York prevailing in 10 innings by a score of 14-12. The Twins led 7-2 through 4 and 8-5 through 5 before the Yankees exploded for 5 runs in the top of the 8th. After Miguel Sano put the Twins ahead with a two-run homer in the bottom of the eighth, former twin Aaron Hicks had a two-run shot of his own put the Yankees ahead, only to see Aroldis Chapman start the ninth with three straight walks, the first of which scored to tie the game at 12. The Yankees took their fourth lead of the game in the tenth with an RBI single and a wild pitch, but had to hang on for dear life after Adam Adovino walked the bases loaded in the tenth. Chad Green came out of the bullpen with two outs and gave a deep drive to Max Kepler, but Aaron Hicks ran down a potential bases-clearing game-winning double in the gap to end the game. Some consolation for Minnesota, the Indians also lost in extra innings, a much milder 2-1 defeat to Toronto, so the Twins still lead the AL Central by three games. Speaking of standings, the Red Sox are now tied for second in the AL East after beating the Rays 4-3. Chris Sale struck out 10 over 6 innings for the win. Meanwhile, the Cubs lead in the NL Central is down to a half game after Pablo Sandoval walked them off in the 13th inning in San Francisco. That'll do it for this morning's White Sox wake-up call. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, the night on the farm, and some White Sox trade rumors. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google's podcast app, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are found. Also, you can support the site and the show at patreon.com slash SoxMachine. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible x gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. 
Marvelous Marvin Hagler and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.